The first draft is for you, the writer. The second and subsequent drafts are for the reader. Trying to do both things at once, figuring out what we want to say while also fashioning it for another human being to read, is the curse of writer's block. Karen Carbo. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. I have seen a lot of people, especially in very public ways, take pride in the fact that they never do a second draft. It's perfect the first time around. So the bad advice you're going to hear is don't bother thinking about a second draft. Take pride in the fact that you only write one draft because then it's perfect the first time around. I have a hard disagree with this one. Especially whatever project you're taking on during NaNoWriMo, it is not going to be good. And I say that with all the kindness in my heart, but it's not going to be good. None of the things that I have written during NaNo were good on the first draft. There are reasons why people say it, why people take pride in the fact that they never write a second draft, and the logic behind this type of bad writing advice can come down to just a couple of things. It's the idea that if it's good, it'll stand on its own and there's no use in polishing a turd. Unfortunately, that's just not true. It can be good, but still need a lot of work. There's also this idea that if you're a really talented writer, then you won't need an editor. You won't need to polish what you've written because the truly talented people get it right the first time. I know I talk about Sanderson a lot, but in my mind, he is a truly talented writer. A lot of people would agree, definitely. And do you know how many phases of editing he goes through? So many. So many phases of editing and alpha reading and beta reading. I think he even does something like gamma reading. There is no end to the amount that he's willing to have other people read his work and let him know what needs to improve. And that, to me, is the true mark of a good writer, is the recognition that it can always be better. And identifying how to make it better. There are so many reasons why never do a second draft is terrible writing advice. One of the main things in my personal life that I learned this lesson the hard way is expecting perfection the first time around is a paralytic. Man, I feel called out by this month. Last episode, yeah, I did that. This episode, yeah, I did that. I'm with you on that one. The perfectionism just has hampered my writing for so long because I need it to be perfect on the first draft. Everyone else can have a second draft and a third draft and a fourth draft, but I have to be perfect on the first draft. And that's not how it works. This whole podcast is about passing on the lessons that we learned the hard way to our listeners so they don't have to learn it the hard way. This month especially is because we've tried a lot of these bad parts of writing advice and fell flat on our faces for years. Another reason why this particular piece of advice is bad is because it's incredibly self-absorbed. I know our motto is write selfishly, and absolutely write selfishly. 
But there's a difference between writing selfishly and this belief that you're better than the need to edit or the need to rewrite. It also announces to people who really know what they're doing that you are 100% an amateur. If you say something like this at a writing conference, no one's going to pick you up because this shows that you don't have the discipline to make your work better. You're just trying to preach and get your text out into the world and get people to read it, even with misspellings and strange flows and logic and that kind of thing. If you aren't willing to make your work better, you will stay at that amateur level. And I think for me personally, the most difficult part of this, what made it the worst advice, is that I always failed to live up to my own standards. So I would compare my first draft to someone else's final draft and decide that, well, this story isn't worth it because it's not good. It's not good the first time around, so it's just not worth it. On the other side of that coin, this advice encourages people to publish imperfect works, publish something that is mediocre at best, because that's how they wrote it their first time around. But there is a reason why this advice keeps getting passed around, and that's because there is some good elements to it that have just been misconstrued and misrepresented in many ways. So how this should be done is instead of only writing one draft, you do need to limit the number of drafts you have. You probably don't want to have 12 because reworking the same thing is just going to kill it. I would say that having 12 drafts is just as bad as only having one draft. There's a certain sweet spot and where that is differs depending on the type of writer you are. But there's a certain sweet spot when you have to release your text into the world and let it be free on its own. I recently saw someone, I think on Instagram, say that your writing will never be good. And the idea behind that phrase was that to you, to the author, you're always going to find something else that needs to be fixed, something else that can be improved. So if you're always trying to rework and redo and build and improve, you're never actually going to finish anything and you'll get diminishing returns on your work. So there comes a point where you need to give up make it as good as you can, and then let go of it. Let someone else do the work and edit it. And in that same idea, it's like, yes, you do want to make your first draft as good as possible, but don't let it keep you from writing. Don't let that perfectionism paralyze you. And I can say from personal experience that not every first draft that you write needs to be published. I've only published about half of the manuscripts that I've completed because there is a second draft that needs to be done. There is editing that needs to be done. There's a lot that needs to happen to polish it, but I'm more interested in the process of writing the first draft than I am in the publishing process. So if you like your first draft exactly as it is, Feel free to just set it aside. You've gotten what you want out of that story. Time to write something else. That is completely okay. So if somebody comes up to you and they try to tell you that you shouldn't do a second draft, if someone says, oh yeah, I never, I didn't need to do a second draft, you just respond by congratulating them and moving on. 
because there's very little use in arguing with someone who has this mentality. Instead, prove the worth of your story with your actions. And because I'm this Slytherin between the two of us and I am a very spite-filled human being, I would love to just ask these people at some point if they think that they themselves are perfect. Because there is a deep connection between an author and their writing. So if you think your writing is perfect the first time around, does that mean you think you're perfect as well? This is not something that I would ask in polite society, but I wonder. It crosses my mind every time I see this bad writing advice in social media forums and the like. Unfortunately, I think where we get this advice most often is from ourselves to ourselves. So if you find yourself holding yourself to a standard of perfection in your first draft, argue against it. If you're trying to keep perfection in your first draft, you're not going to be writing. So get the words on paper and do your best to just break through that paralytic of perfection and write. There's no real good way to say, this is how you do it. I just had to give up and let myself write crappy. It's very easy if you approach writing with this mentality to put the words on the page and get disheartened because you're thinking this is as good as it's going to get. It's not living up to the ideas that I have in my head. Instead of saying this is as good as it's going to get, look at your writing and think it can only get better from here. Because if you start where you are with a great first draft and you make it even better with a second draft, third draft, then it's much easier to improve your writing and look on your writing in a positive light. I have to look at my first draft like an outline. I write a very, very detailed outline for my story with first draft because I don't write an outline before then. (laughs) So I try to view it as the framework, the baseline, and then I'm going to continue building and creating and filling in the details from there in the second draft, in the third draft. And things can be fixed. Things can be edited. What doesn't exist cannot be fixed. So don't wear these chains of being locked into perfectionism on that first draft. Write a second draft, write a third draft, because it will free you up to right selfishly if you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on facebook by searching for aspenhouse publishing 